The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQRSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who's on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. I don't know why. I feel like I need like two or three more hours of sleep, uh, but uh, but I still feel pretty good, even though I feel like I need that sleep. Anyway, if you would like to check us out online, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you'd like to watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the face is made for radio. Scroll down on the right side of the page, and I put it in the wrong place. I was supposed to put it in that place. Um, so I'll have to change that in just a little bit. Uh, but click on where you see it going live, okay? It'll move down to the bottom section somewhere along the way here. Uh, but click on the app. And blow it up on your device. And then click on the icon platform. Join us in the chat. Lots of friends there in the chat this morning. Good morning to all of you guys. And uh, great to have you with us and your support as always. And then um, if you, well, normal, I'll change it back out. Uh, this is where Bradley's 
show from yesterday would be. I'll change that back out in just a moment. I just got the boxes off for a little bit there. Um, you can click on that and watch it up till 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and then he comes on for two hours today. So if you like a dose of Bradley, you're going to get two doses today. It, unlike the Pfizer, it will not kill you. It will not injure you. It may correct you. It may hurt your feelings. It may encourage you. Uh, but you can get two doses of Bradley today, okay? <laughs> All right, right above that is um, where you can sign up for our email newsletter. And we don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. So be sure to sign up for that, and you get that in your email inbox tonight if you signed up, okay? Or if you're already signed up, you're going to get it then, too. Uh, finally, if you would like to help us and uh, you say, hey, I like your message, I like what you guys do on the radio, on the Internet, and um, on you know out and about among the people – then there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation. Or if you would like to partner with us as a son or daughter of liberty, you can do that as well. And that link is also at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. And the store button is there as well. This week we're highlighting today's last day to get the deal. It's uh, For the Children, small pocket-sized book by Stephanie Dean. And, um, you know, Ears don't hear it, tell it to the eyes. That's what you're going to see in this book. That's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear the references to Scripture, to the Constitution, and uh, that life is precious. God has God knew us in our mother's womb before he put us there. The Bible says he wrote all our parts in his book. The Bible tells us that he keeps our tears in his book. I mean, God is intimately equated with his creatures, especially his people, those creatures who are his people. And so it's, this is a vital issue here because this one is the one that springs all of this stuff that we're seeing to where people have no conscience that, that literally, as Robert Young said uh, this week, millions of people are being killed by the shot and nobody's putting a stop to it, okay? So if you want to pick that book up, it's normally $10. You can get one for yourself, for some you know, friends, for some representatives, whatever. Normally $10 through midnight tonight, you can get it for 30% off by using the promo code abolish abortion all one word abolish abortion and that ends tonight at midnight so be sure that you're uh, you're picking that up and uh and and you're you know if you if you've been wanting to get them in fact you can get several of them uh that would be great and uh, like i said give them out some people have gotten them and given them out for gifts now before i bring kate on i just you know there was something that went on this week earlier in the week and i don't know what i holy spirit i guess um caused me to think of something. And, you know, we, we're told that the supply lines are being cut down. Um, we're told that uh, there are vast numbers of ships just sitting off the West Coast. And I think some are sitting off the, the East Coast, too. But off the West Coast. Let me give you a little flavor. If you're unfamiliar with this, let me give you just a little flavor of this, and we're going to bring Kate on. Hi, this is John of Los Angeles. It's October 12th. 2021, for o'clock in the afternoon. I'm out in Seal Beach right now looking off the coast here. Lots of these uh, barges. I can see them a lot clearer than I could yesterday. Yesterday they were lost in that fake. And for those who don't know, not that anybody Just in this audience is stupid, but these are those cargo ships and they carry those big metal container boxes, right? Some people are making tiny homes out of and stuff like that. They're supposed to be carrying goods and things of this nature. There's a bunch of them out there. Let's take a look here. There's dozens of them just sitting. They've been sitting there. Yes, it's filled with uh, toilet paper. So get ready. Gather some leaves out of your backyards, guys. (laughs) We're going to have a shortage. 
So here's this guy, and he's providing this information. I'm going to turn it down here. He's providing this information of all these ships sitting off our west coast. Okay? So before I saw this at all, and now I knew they were off there because I'd seen some videos, but I got to thinking today about what we have referenced with Deuteronomy 28. And what's some of the final things that happened there? Some of the final things is God sends foreign armies with a tongue you cannot understand to come in and destroy the people in judgment and take others off into slavery. Okay? Now here's what I was thinking earlier in the week before I saw what I'm fixing to show you. I said, how are these ships sitting off? A lot of them are from China. Okay? And you know that China controls, I believe it's the Long Beach port there, which is, I think, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, it's our only deep sea port on the west coast there. I, I think that's the case. But they control that port. So it's, there's obviously a question of, okay, if China's controlling that port, why aren't they bringing these ships in and stuff? Then you start going back to her interview with Dr. Lee Merritt, and she says they're putting a timeline on the military to get the shot. They're already weakening the population by killing it off, by injuring it, putting them out of their jobs, all of this kind of stuff. Um, and so I got to thinking, what if a lot of this is not goods that they're bringing in? This is just me thinking. This would be a perfect Trojan horse, don't you think, for a Chinese army? I mean, don't you think that would be a, a perfect Trojan horse here? So I began to wonder about that, and then I got a particular picture. This is claimed to be drone footage of the cargo containers on the West Coast and the East Coast. And look at what they're doing. They've got the doors open. There's dozens of people down there. I don't know if they're out there eating. I don't know what they're doing. But I got to tell you, I saw this yesterday, and I was like, whoa. And see, I was thinking about this stuff earlier in the week. And I just wonder if they're there. Now, if that's the case, surely our military would know this. If a, if a drone footage, somebody flying a drone out there can pick up this, this image, surely the military knows this is going on too. So then this leads to a question that I have. Is this why the military has been pushed out into the ocean as well? Our Navy, our Coast Guard, all around there as well. And I, I just got to tell you, it just... It's very uneasy... Because I'm in it with you guys. This isn't a thing of finger pointing. I've told you that from the beginning. I don't do this, you guys, you guys, you guys. This is us. We're in it. And uh, God is faithful. You know, he can't deny himself. And he's promised judgment to a disobedient people. This is why our message has always been to repent. To repent of our sins. God's people, the people who name his name. Unless you're taking it in vain. And then if you're taking it in vain, the Bible says he will not hold you guiltless who takes his name in vain. Okay? 
So I just wanted to throw that out here before Kate got on because this has been on my heart all week, and then I saw this image yesterday. I'd seen some of the videos before, but I saw this image yesterday, and I was just like, whoa. I mean, it, it was just, um, it was very startling, let me put it that way, that, that other people were picking up on that too, and I'd not even talked to anybody about it, okay? But uh, anyway, just something for you to think of. I'll have those up on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com in the archive later this morning. But uh, this is... Um, you know, our, our Saturday morning show, we're going to talk a little bit about some health concerning glaucoma. So if you've got friends that have glaucoma or uh, you have that, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, we're also going to be talking about some other things that's going on this week. And here to help me do that is our health and wellness expert, Kate Shimarani. Good morning, Kate. Oops. I, Hi, good morning. Good I'm gonna, morning. I'm going to add you on um, here. <laughs> Forgot to do that. It's really funny. Look, I've got wet hair. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. People can't see it though. Yeah, I, I washed it. You know, it was, uh, uh, we, we were out at a school yesterday, um, a Catholic school, a very big Catholic school that as I understand it, it's receives funding from the church. It was a, a funny kind of week because I, I think I sent you the video where I interviewed the Tyburn uh, close closed Benedictine order I interviewed her and then I was looking to interview a Muslim and and then I was into wanted to interview a Church of England vicar Uh, and the Lord always puts in front of you just what you need so the the Muslim in a mosque is hopefully going ahead and then all of a sudden behind me at my car was a vicar Um, and he's he's Canadian and it was from a church where I walked my dogs. And he came to say hello to me. He wasn't in his, his vicar dress thing. Um, please forgive me if I can't remember what that's called. Actually, I don't even know if I know what it's called. But anyway, um, he was in his jeans and I didn't recognize him. Then all of a sudden I did recognize him. Anyway, I didn't stop for air. And he told me that he'd just done Thessalonians that morning, I believe, as his um, sermon which I found very interesting because he just told me that he'd had two injections as well. He's had two. Gosh. So I found that completely bizarre that um, a man of the cloth, as we call them, will stand in front of whoever it was, the school, because he's also on the board of two church schools, and his, as we call it in the UK, flock in the church, which is uh, called the house of God. Mm. And, And he's standing there. So I, I didn't let up. He's a very nice man, but I questioned him on, you know, what it tells us in Thessalonians about having in our body. And then I questioned him and I asked, would you be prepared to do an interview? And he said, oh, no, I, I, I like to be, you know, very just quiet about this and impartial. And I said, no, I'm sorry, you're not impartial. When you're in that position, a position of trust, and you have your flock and you're standing at the front, should anybody approach you about should they have this injection, this bioengineering, then you have a duty to inform them of, of why they shouldn't have it and how it's, it's, um, it goes against everything that's in scripture that you're spouting to everybody. So I found that deeply disturbing. Yep. Um, and, uh, well, he's a, hi- he let's, to- he's a hireling. Let's put it that way. That's what he is. He's a hireling. So, so he has a child. So I said, how did he feel about that? They would come for his child. He said, oh, well, well, you know, he's not going to be injected yet. This is his age. I said, no, you're mistaken. And, um, and this went on and he didn't want to do anything on camera, nothing. And, and he's in the church. This is a church actually that was having a service and I wanted to go in one evening. I have my wellies on. And they said that um, 
did I have an invitation? I suggest God invited me, but I didn't have an invite because it was invite only because of social distancing and mask wearing and whatever nonsense they come up with. This was ages ago. But so yesterday off, off a group of us went, um, there was a lawyer in there. There was lots of members of the public to a Catholic school that had already been tipped off, um, rightly or wrongly. And the police were all there. And we were waiting for the children to come out. These were teenagers. This was secondary school. So year seven, 12-year-olds through to age 18. And the teachers and the head teacher have taken the stance that they're impartial. This seems to be the word that everyone likes. I'm impartial. Um, but actually, they're not impartial. They are legally accountable for any harm, suffering or death that occurs to these children whilst on their premises. So it doesn't matter whether they think they're impartial. They're totally uh, accountable. So um, we were standing there and, and I have to say, I found it deeply disturbing what happened next. One woman who was supposed to be on team anti-vax decided she would attack me in front of the kids. Uh, I can only say she was, um, she's a woman that's completely tortured herself inside by demons, whatever, but that's, I'm trying to prey on that one. But the children, the children came out and some parents used filthy language. The parents in front of the children, one woman with a baby on her hip in front of the children she was collecting, flipped over a table that had leaflets on it, someone's private property, a gentleman that had a stroke, given up his time to come there. She flipped it over, which is criminal damage, in front of the cops who didn't want to do anything. I wonder if we'd have done that. We'd have all been like arms up our back and in the back of a panda car. Um, but she did it in front of the children and then used this tirade of filth and the children and the teachers did nothing. They didn't even correct the children. They were just trying to usher the children away from, I was on a microphone. We were playing Ramisa's rap song. Um, I was just saying to them, this is bioengineering. I did it very briefly how it works so they would understand. And then I said, you are, you're at a Catholic school. This is an abomination to your bodies. Pick up your Bibles, read Thessalonians. Mm. And, and the teachers did nothing. So, But I found it. And, and then more parents came over and were extremely abusive and foul language. Um, you know, using the F-bomb and in front of the kids but one of them was quite interesting and I did do because everybody knows me for doing it but I felt it was pertinent she was swearing at me later when most of the children had gone just a small group of kids and she was telling me how she'd had both injections for her health and she was morbidly obese very big obesity so I asked her why if she was very concerned about her health she'd allowed her body to get like this and she found that very, very um, insulting. But I said, but you've sworn at me. You've told me to F off. You've insulted how I look, my clothing. But I'm not allowed to point out something to you that is exponentially uh, going to increase your risk of all disease, destroy your health. And hypocritical <laughs> to, on top of that. Yeah. So I, I did find that all quite disturbing that we've now reached. Anyway, then, of course, as you know, I was in the newspaper again. Um notorious anti-vaxxer and of course if you look at the video footage I was nowhere near any of the kids I followed the head teacher with the microphone 
tried to serve him a notice of liability, but I was nowhere near the kids. And um, the newspaper, they actually did quote it correctly. They said that I was telling the children they were going to be injected and they would have spike proteins going into all their cells. Well, that's true. Um, But, you know, I was in the newspaper and and I didn't even organise that. But it was very disturbing that the comments, in the comments calling for me to be euthanized, to be uh, sectioned, you know, thrown in a mental institution, killed. Okay, can we uh, can we play this video? Uh, who is this guy that you're you're trying to serve a paper with? I want to play this for the people here. It's the head teacher. Okay, here's here's the video of her trying you to do to that. You wish to serve you notice of liability. If you are at St Paul's school, you are allowing on your premises an unlicensed, untested, uninsured experimental injection. No child can consent to gillic competency. Now, Kate, for for doing this here. Uh, they, it, now, is this uh, the, the one you sent me, the Argos.us, uh, I guess is what it is. This is, is this the, uh, the, the paper you're talking about where they went after you? Yeah, some rag. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is some rag. I just found it interesting. Uh, the notorious anti-vaxxer has been spotted. It's like you're some kind of rare bird. That uh, they're, they're, you know, paparazzi's got to come down and she's been spotted shouting at pupils outside of a school. Yeah, but what is she shouting? She's shouting a warning to them about what's going on after you just served this uh, jerk who wouldn't even turn around and acknowledge you um, of what he's doing to these kids. If these guys and I got to there's a part of me. This guy, George Carden, whoever the report claimed a reporter is here, uh, Carden, not Carlin, guys, Carden, uh, that he's doing this. And I'm thinking, Kate, there are just some people. And I began to think about what Jesus prayed on the cross. He says, Father, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. I think some of these guys don't know what they're doing because their worldview is so clouded with this. Um, sorcery mindset that the health realm is for these, the doctors and the nurses who, you know, have all this experience and they can't be wrong. They've been around for so long and they're telling us that these things are safe and effective. And here's this crazy woman out here shouting at kids that they're going to die and they're going to have all this other. And apparently he hasn't done his own research in his own country. And I'm one of those nurses who's been around a long time. And, um, and then they go on in the article to then, put, you know, lead to my son. Um, but you, but uh, it's interesting that they keep putting me in the newspapers because it sells. It sells. That's what it is. If you put me on anything, somebody will look at it and they'll buy it. So let them do it because at least he got one thing right, that I was telling the kids they were going to be injected and it was going to make spike proteins that were going to go in all their cells and it could kill them. So I didn't actually, there was just one idiot, an older boy that was being just completely outrageous. What was disturbing for me was that the parents and the head teacher and all the teachers didn't say to the children, do not shout and swear like that at adults. And and yeah, I'm sure that come nine o'clock this morning, they wouldn't be allowed to shout and swear like that in the school. So do we teach our children with double standards? Uh, I don't think so. It's quite bizarre. And and this is where we've come to. I had a parent contact me yesterday whose five-year-old was being taught in class how to touch themselves. They were being told um, in a sex education lesson. I was utterly disgusted. Um, And it's part of the curriculum, this sex education, right down to to little ones. I've had four children. 
they're not even children at that age. They don't even see their bodies in that way. I mean, I remember all my kids running around the landing because I'd put all four of them in the bath together. Um, and then as they got bigger, two in the bath, two in the shower. And I never had to dry them because they would be running around the landing buck naked. Yeah, we um, had that too. <laughs> and, and because they don't have that where they, they're thinking about their bodies in any way like that. And it's beautiful, utter innocence. It's innocence. And it's only later when it comes. Um, was it was it Noah where his son came across him and he'd had a few beers? Yep. And they, they covered him up. It's only later. So... You know, this stripping of innocence. Uh, and so I went to sleep last night quite disturbed until Kevin Corbett texted me and said, are you awake at some unearthly hour at like 1, 2 a.m.? <laughs> um, so, uh, but going back as well onto what you said about, you know, China, as Dr. Corbett's pointed out on your show, they get more money for having Chinese students. We we have so many Chinese students that when you go to certain towns, like when I went to Cambridge, I thought I was in Hong Kong. And I've been to Hong Kong many times. And we have all these Chinese students. We, I believe our military belongs to the EU. And um, we, we are seeing shortages. It, interestingly, the underwear shop, Boo Avenue, I was in there buying some Christmas and birthday goodies for my girls and um, the, the, their stock was low. And the young girls recognised me. One of them knows who I am. She's had me do a video for her auntie. And um, I said, oh, you're low on stock. She said, yeah, it's, it, it's not being delivered. I said, where does your stock come from? She said, oh, I believe it comes from overseas because we've been told that the ship that it's on is not allowed to come into the port. So, you know, somebody's knickers and bras are also... Uh, or, or yeah. pa- pants, whatever you call them in, in America, um, are, are in amongst what appears to be all of those people that are sitting on that container ship. I find that disturbing as well because container ships don't have that many occupants on them. Yeah, they're um, they're pretty full with uh, with what they're carrying. I I totally agree, and and we've talked about the Chinese thing too because you mentioned that what was it last year, and you were talking about. Um, some Middle Eastern guys guarding the the, the Buckingham Palace deal there um, instead of the regular guys. Didn't you make mention of that? Before? Yeah, and yeah, and also you you know I I have a lawyer who's a, a patient, and she told me all the properties in London, the big commercial properties, were being bought up by the Chinese and the Middle Easterns, um, and also you know that that some of the Chinese universities, I believe it was Dr. Kaufman, Andy Kaufman, told me that. Um, where he lived, the university or always his close friend had lived. When everybody had to go home at the first lockup, the Chinese students were allowed to remain. If something's not right, if it looks not right and it smells not right and it sounds not right, it generally isn't right. That's right. Something doesn't quite doesn't quite fit. Yep. There is a lot going on. Um, there's a lot going on. We're being almost confused by being hit at every single angle. Um, but what's that? Uh, I, I'm going to get this all wrong, but I'm going to try and say it. We, we defeat Satan with our personal testimony that the word of God tells us what the blood of Jesus does for That's us. That's right. 
Yep, that's it. No, so, you're, you're exactly right. That's what comes that comes out of Revelation is speaking about that in which we overcome him by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. That's what you're looking for. Kate, yep. we, we, so, I'll, I'll, go ahead. Let, let me I, let I you finish that say thought. That, you know that that whole where we're being battered in every angle and what's and it is torture. You're being tortured by your own government using disability, dependency, and dread. We're being tortured from every angle. And for me personally, I found incredible peace walking on the forest for a couple of hours with my dogs, listening to scripture with my earphones in and listening to Derek Prince's, um, who, wonderful. I'd advise anyone to go and listen to Derek Prince. He's a terribly posh English gent who uh, must be, must be dead by now. Uh, but, um, uh, his the way he speaks about scripture and explains it and once you've had that and you're satiated with that it's almost like that the fog clears and you can see it all because god will when you speak that god will put it all in front of you you'll see it it's like um it's like the, all of the reefs move and you see the clearing yeah yeah now let's 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 move from that because uh, we've got a short time to do it uh unless you're gonna stay over and everything but which we usually do anyway but let's talk about this thing just for a few minutes of this guy who was stabbed to death he was a british m p that means he's a lawmaker mm-hmm. for those in uh, in the in the united states a me- member of parliament yes a yeah. member of parliament david amos am i saying that right or is amas yeah, David Amos, okay. conservative MP right. in the church. So, so he was stabbed, and it's kind of interesting. I had a couple of stories here. It's kind of interesting to read how they say it. He dies after being stabbed at constituency meeting, but they're talking like he was in surgery. <laughs> so I don't understand how they're using constituency and surgery there. Maybe you can explain that for us in the United States. And what you what you've heard and what you've seen as far as this stabbing occurred, I know the first thing that came out from one of the people was an anti-vaxxer stabbed him. Then it was uh, somebody from I think Somalia or whatever, twenty-five year old guy or something like that that had been arrested. So, can you give us a little update on on what's going on there? Well, um, if you read what he was about, he was anti-abortion. Um, he was um, very much he was a conservative MP. You know, we have conservative and labor, so we're meant to have opposition, but we don't. We don't have an opposition anymore. They're all on the same thing. But it's quite interesting that when you listen to what he was about, a lot of what he says, I agree with, you know, the fact that he was anti-abortion, which he's anti-abortion. I wonder what his stance was on this injection. And all of a sudden, um, he's, they're saying it's a terror attack because they like to use these terms. It's a terror attack because it was an immigrant that that stabbed him in a church apparently stabbed in a church i don't know what everyone else thinks here and i and i love that they call you conspiracy theorists but look at all these points you happen to be on the same point of view as many of us um he's there's all this talk about immigration and all of these um illegal immigrants coming in on boats and then they're being put up in hotels which is not their fault. It's it's what the councils are allowing at the um, orders of higher up. It's creating a lot of unrest. It's creating a lot of divide and dis- dislike. And then you have this gentleman who appears to be on the right side, who has opinions that actually are in line with some of my own, not all of my own, but some of my own. Gosh, you've got to be so careful what you say here. 
Um, and and he stabbed in a church. Can you can you see the amount of gunpowder that they're piling onto a plot here? Oh yeah. Um, and from a from a, a point of view, and what I do is I tend to wait. You know, if straight away someone said, "Oh, it'll be an anti-vaxxer," so that they can pin everything on the anti-vaxxers. Well, remember this, folks. The word is our sword. It's our only weapon that's of attack and you've got to be so mindful because what you say will bring it into your reality yep. so i'm not going to even say that i'm not going to say it what i am going to say is i personally find it quite odd that he was anti-abortion when we've just had going through parliament a vote for t- full-term abortion full-term and remember that the life is in the blood and these immortalized cell lines, when they're harvesting the organs for vaccines, these babies are alive often when these things are done. They're not dead. Um, you know, they suction the brain out of live fetuses at 20 weeks. You can go on and read that in a Swedish one that was done. It's online. And and also the, the water birthing, where they take the babies out in the sacks, open the sacks. They can't do it in America or UK. It's illegal. But it's still done. And these organs are harvested when these babies are alive. There's no rhyme or reason to have these in anything. It's put in cosmetics. It's put in food. It's all an abomination. So this is a man that's anti-abortion. And we've had, it's just been put back now, this vote on term. But he's killed, he's stabbed in a church. So I'm assuming, um, I haven't read the full report yet, maybe he's been stabbed upper chest or it's, it's hit some major organ or blood vessel. And it happens to be an immigrant, Somalia. Um, was he a Muslim? Uh, the whole thing, the whole thing. It, why did someone get so close to him? I was just about to ask that. How, how, could, how could someone get so close to this guy? Because we all know that when politicians go around, good or bad, controlled opposition or the opposition, whatever the case may be, they got all kinds of security around. There are people there, love them, whether they love the person or hate the person, whatever the case may be, or their ideologies, whatever the case may be. There would be people that would like bum rush this guy and tackle him, and yet he can get that close in a church. It's incredible. But now I remember there was a, there was a guy here in the States. There was a guy here in the States who was an abortion doctor, and a guy walked in uh, really believing that that guy, I need to stop that guy and I will save lives, walked in right there in front of his family and God and put a gun to his head and shot him dead. And, uh, you know, a lot of, I have a hard, I got to tell you, I have a hard time condemning people like that. They'll, they'll answer to God for what they do. But I'm, I'm sitting here thinking of Old Testament judgment, people like Samson um, in, and and, and others in the book of Judges who went and just took it upon themselves to exercise the law and say, you know what, you're doing it out in the open. This is not a due process thing. You're just doing this stuff out in the open, and you're proud of it. And sure enough, he went in there and did it, now he's in jail and all. But I have a hard time condemning people like that because I, you know, God uses means, and God will judge him for his motives and what he did and all of those kinds of things. But he definitely brought judgment upon this abortion doctor for what he was doing. And somebody took it upon themselves to say, you're not going to do that anymore to any, any more babies. Yeah. And 
So this guy's been killed in a church, which is really odd. <laughs> He's got to get in there. I'm assuming if you've got someone coming, um, you know, I couldn't even get in the church because I didn't have an invite. And that was for a service. Um, so I, I just find it all, I've, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I've read enough false flags and seen them all. And they don't even change their script. And, and in, you know, we, we, we talked about Guy Fawkes last week. That was a false flag. Um, but then we look at the newspapers and look what they do. Look at, look at just that, that article that's just been written about me. It's, we're not supposed to do anything that's a hate crime or um, that might be um, inflammatory, that might be, um, you know, making people want to commit violence. And yet there's an article right there that's going down and calling me notorious um, and then allowing the comments to call for physical harm to happen to me. Yep. So all in the comments. So please do feel free, folks, to get on that newspaper and write your comments because yeah. let's see how many of them they actually print and call them out for That's allowing. Right. Yep, Kate. Um, Kate, there's, I, and I'll, I'll have that in the in the archive so people can do that and write, go write a comment there and send it for Kate. I did it the other day because somebody put it in your Telegram group, and you know, you guys are gonna have to just deal with it. Okay, I I basically said Kate has more male parts than than the guy who was writing against her. Okay, that that's what I wrote him. Because he was in there to badmouth you for speaking out and warning these kids about what was going on. But, you know, you mentioned the false flag. I put this out yesterday. As the Biden administration unlawfully mandates shots, the Department of Homeland Security is involved in release of particle and gas tracer materials directed into the open airspace. That's their words, not mine. In New York City during October, and I didn't put it, through December. Now, they've done this stuff with the Army. I think it was in Missouri. We reported on before. And they said, oh, this is safe. Well, guys, you know how they're using that language, right? They're telling you the shot's safe and effective. It's neither one. And so how are we to trust these people? They're doing it in New York City. And I asked the question, is this prepping them? Because they say, well, we're doing this to determine the resilience. Okay. And I noted what the word meant. The resilience of the urban population against a chemical or biological attack. And I got to tell you, it smells, it just smells and stinks of a false flag. So that's that's something that's going on now. And this is Homeland Security. These are the same people that can't seem to stop terrorist attack. Uh, They can't even stop the ones that are actual terrorist attacks, the actual politicians who are bringing these attacks against the people. And so that's very problematic, too. Kate, you want a final word? And then let's get into the issue of glaucoma here. Yeah, um, they're doing that everywhere. And there's apparently military helicopters everywhere measuring the air quality. Um, (laughs) Because I believe it's happening absolutely everywhere where they're spraying people. And Celeste Salon told me that they were spraying with these small particles, the hydrogel, which we know infiltrates and replicates, but also particles that have viruses, funguses, mold, and even explosives in them. This was Celeste Salon, who worked for the Bush administration. And and they are um, activated by the electromagnetic pulsed radiation, which is, which is your 5G technologies and up. And we know that uh, the American military use the voice of Allah, the British military, we have the growler, which takes out all physiological and neurological life forms. So it has been used. It's been used. Those frequencies have been used to make people, when they're shopping in the 70s, believe they want to buy something. You think it's your own mind. And they were caught doing it. It went to court. So 
there are also patents on this. So it's all real and live. But um, we were given by our creator, our innate immune system. So when we breathe something in or when we swallow it, we have all kinds of immune response there to protect us. And remember that this is um, we are created in his image and we are pure in God's eyes and he loves us more than we love ourselves. So um, when we when we use what the creator has given us to stay healthy and look after our immune systems and we pray, we pray, remember, um, in order to defeat the devil, it's our personal testimony. So when we remember all of that, then the devil cannot use fear and prejudice to to make us believe that that's going to harm us. And we have to keep that in our mind because really, if this was top secret and they really didn't want you to know about it, we wouldn't be talking about it now. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Oh, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. And we're going to have, I'm going to go ahead and add that. I'm about five minutes short of finishing your interview with uh, the mother general there. Um, I found some of it informative. Some of it, I obviously disagree with uh, the, even the explanation of praying to Mary. I, I just, you know, if if what she's presenting, and I don't want to get on all of that, you know, we could just pull out any verses and start saying that. But it is a direct prayer to Mary, Hail Mary, um, you know, full of. And, and I'm not trying to beat on her or anything like that. I just, I just reject that because the Bible says we have one mediator between us and God, and that is the man Christ Jesus. Period. And we're to go through Him to the Father. And I believe in praying his word. I don't have any problem with that. But the, but the other information that you guys talked about, I thought was really good. So I'll let people make their own decision in, or their own determination in that. Um, but I, I thought that she, you guys were very much in agreement on what's going on and the solution to that. And it is a spiritual battle there. And I thought that was the real good come away uh, from what it is. And the only way to defeat it is in the name of Jesus. It's not in the name of Allah yeah. or Muhammad or uh, the, any of the... Other gods, the pagan gods around the world, it is in the name of Jesus that we are overcomers. If we're not, the Bible says there's only one name given under heaven among men whereby we can be saved, and that is the name of Jesus, Yeshua, whatever you want to say. The, 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 I understand the translations, okay, guys? I get it, but it's, it's him. We're identifying the Son of God, and there's only one of them who is begotten of the Father, the only begotten of the Father. The rest of us are adopted into his family. We're not begotten of the Father in that in that measure. We're adopted into his family. And so I, I found that to be a point of where there was a stand in the interview to where, okay, we see this clearly. This this is, you know, we're we're on the same page on that kind of stuff. And so I did find that informative. So I just want to let you know, I did get to watch it. It's about an hour and 17 minutes. So I'm, I, I'm right at about five minutes from finishing. I had to keep going back and forth. It's on YouTube. We've got a sneaky YouTube channel. That's <laughs> I saw that. So <laughs> Natural nurse report, folks. If you're looking over there and you want to follow Kate on YouTube, I don't know how long they're going to let you up if you start putting some stuff out there. But it's Natural Nurse Report. We'll have that link up and also the video. Kate, we want to talk about glaucoma. That's our health issue for today. What do you got for people who've got glaucoma or people who have maybe some friends or parents or grandparents or something who have this? What what can they do about that? Well, first of all, it affects 2 million Americans. That's a significant number of people. And um, it's it's where you get this vision loss and you get the debris accumulating in the eye. and Normally, the fluid, it drains from the eye, but it can't drain because of the debris and it starts to press on the optic nerve. And 
it causes a pressure buildup and starts to damage the retina. And it can be very, very painful. And there's two types. You've got your chronic open angle glaucoma, which usually takes years. And you start to have a headache. You start to have narrowing of your peripheral vision where you lose the sides. You just um, And then you've got a closed angled one where the channel is blocked by the iris. And that causes uh, intense pain along with headaches and vision problems, blurring a halo effect. Certain medications can cause it and long periods in the darkness can cause it. So what, you know, you, all your symptoms that again, the pain, vision problems, swollen eyelids, red eyes, um, headaches, nausea and vomiting as well. And what are your root causes of that? Well, your root causes, like I've said, are an accumulation of waste and lots of debris, and it won't drain. High blood pressure. It says, you know, some prescription medication they'll tell you, but often, you know, you've got these issues because of diet, and then you take the medications, and it's the medications that cause it. You always backtrack, and you'll find that they'll start on one drug. They'll have loads of side effects. So they'll take another drug for each of the side effects, which will give them more side effects. They'll take another drug before you know it. They're on a whole carrier bag of drugs. Antidepressants, certain illnesses and eye disorders, macular degeneration, diabetes, interesting nutritional deficiency. Um, so what are the testing techniques that you can always look out for? Your blood pressure, keep an eye on your blood pressure. You'll generally know you've got high, um, high blood pressure, you'll have a fullness in your head, a whooshing in your ears, you might have flushed. Um, intestinal permeability. Well, anyone that eats GMO foods is going to get holes in their gut. Most people have got intestinal permeability. Um, hormone testing is your thyroid working optimal function. And if you're drinking fluoride, chlorine, bromine in all your fire retardants, that new car smell, you won't have because it displaces iodine from the thyroid, pushes your thyroid function down. And then your adrenal function goes up. So you've got all your adrenaline and cortisol. That makes everything hard. And Remember, you know, that when you see these people with their little, their, all of their finger joints are starting to deviate um, and they, it, that sticky substance in the joints, you get it in where the mitral valve in the heart is and you get it behind the eye, that's lowered thyroid function. But it's interesting that they don't always test for that. Um, vitamin and mineral, you can go and have a vitamin and mineral analysis, but these things all cost money. Why not just change your diet for optimal nutrition and flood your body by juicing? Um, and, uh, and assume you are deficient because most people are and get rid of all your toxicity, switch to clean things. Don't have all of these synthetic chemicals on your body and in your air. So a recommended diet for these things would be lots of carotenoids. Again, that amazing carrot juice, the elixir of health, only by organic. Don't peel them and have at least a liter a day. You've got all your bioflavonoids in it your vitamins A, vitamin B, vitamin C, antioxidants. And remember, it was um, uh, Hippocrates in his time. They used to squeeze raw liver into the eye. And it was much later, it was discovered that raw liver contains lots of vitamin A. And vitamin A is for good eye health. And that's why your carrot juice is fantastic. You couldn't eat two bags of carrots, but you could certainly juice them. Yep. Um, keep your water clean. You can take um, fish oils. To lower the eye pressure, incorporate fatty fish such as salmon, mackerel, and cod. Now, remember, salmon is full of mercury because it's a carnivorous fish. So you've got your swordfish, your salmon, and your mackerel, which are your, sorry, 
swordfish, salmon, and tuna, your oily fish that are carnivorous, and they will be full of mercury. Okay, so Kate, let me let recommend- me let me ask a question about that because my wife does a lot of salmon, and I was understanding that salmon was a good source of. I, see, I want to say beta carotene. I don't know what's going on in my head here, but it's it's if there's something that it that it contains that's really good for you apart from other fishes, and you're saying or other fish, excuse me, and you're saying that. It's not a. It's it's not. It's something we should stay away from. Well, it's a good fish, but unfortunately, okay. our oceans are so dirty. Right. Um, and if it's farmed salmon, it's garbage. Uh, if it's wild Alaskan salmon, it's okay, but it's full of mercury. Our, our oceans are filthy, and mercury goes through the blood-brain barrier, sets up inflammation. Remember the term "mad as a hatter." Because those, the milliners that used to make the hats, the stiffening they used for the hats was mercury. So they would go mad with the mercury fumes. So you don't want a lot of mercury in your body. So you might want to stick to, to mackerel, uh, anchovies, sardines, and maybe just have your salmon once a week and make sure it's, it's a good source salmon, not your farmed. Um, so you can, take, um, you can take your oily fish, three times a week, chromium, uh, chromium and magnesium uh, has been shown in studies to have beneficial effects on glaucoma. Brewer's yeast also is a good source of chromium. Kelp, leafy vegetables, apples, safflower and sesame oils will also provide you with lots of magnesium. Um, don't have coffee. Caffeine's been shown to reduce the blood flow to the eye. So if you do have glaucoma, then switch to having some chicory, chicory root um, instead of coffee. You won't get any of that rush and that sweating that I get if I have coffee. A toxic liver will be related to eye problems. Remember, your liver is your sight form and all your blood in your body goes through your liver every three minutes, every three minutes. So your liver is the only organ in your body that regenerates. Keep it clean. Think about all the toxins you put through it. And a fantastic way to detox the body is coffee enemas, used also in Hippocrates, uh, Hippocrates times enemas, but coffee enemas were even used in the First World War. Love a coffee enema. Um, it's the only way to take your coffee, but you don't need cream and sugar with it. Um, so that's, there are some super prescriptions you can take for chromium. So, uh, sorry, for, glau- for glaucoma. So you've got magnesium, 250 milligrams twice a day. It relaxes the blood vessel walls. Um, I take magnesium every day. The problem is with people that have got heart problems and they give them um, people and they give them calcium tablets for having um, osteoporosis. Then they start, you start seeing aneurysms, high blood pressure. It's because that makes everything hard. So your magnesium calcium balance is imperative. Uh, You can take, um, Curcumin, which we know um, is a natural anti-inflammatory, 500 milligrams twice a day. I take 3,000 milligrams daily of turmeric in between meals. Um, Fish oil, we've talked about, 600 milligrams of EPA and 400 milligrams of DHA. And animal studies have shown that that will significantly drop that intraocular pressure, that pressure within the eyeball. Vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams two to four times a day, try and take non-ascorbate, which is fantastic. And remember, you can get your vitamin C as well in all your green leafy vegetables, as well as your carrots. A lot of um, your supplements are synthetic. It's always good to take things naturally if you can within your diet. Um, Prescription bilberry, which is vaccinium 
uh, Myrtillus bilberry, 160 milligrams twice daily um, has been shown to improve blood flow. Ginkgo biloba, which is 60 milligrams three times a day, that improves blood flow. And chromium, which we've talked about, 250 to 500 micrograms, not milligrams, micrograms, NCG, particularly important for people with diabetes because they have a higher incidence of uh, glaucoma. Um, These are some things that we can all do now. Avoid these. So avoid eye strain from reading or working at computer terminals for long periods of time. You should always have a break every hour and certainly get those glasses with the blue filter on them. Um, Take breaks and look away. Don't watch television in the dark. People, I don't watch TV anyway in my house because it's all drivel that comes out of it. But if you know, you go to the cinema and you sit in that big dark cinema, and when you come out, especially if you've been in the day, you're almost blinded by the light. Um, tobacco smoke, we all know that it constricts all your blood uh, vessels. You look at anyone that smokes, look at their skin. It's like a crumpled leaf in autumn. Well, that's if it's doing that to your skin, it's doing it to everything in your body. So avoid cigarette smoke because it reduces blood flow to the retina. The retina is the back of the eye. So if anyone else is smoking around you as well, tell them not to. They're smoking in your air. So all this about, oh, and when they go out and have a cigarette and, and they're out there and then they come straight in, they're breathing it on you for up to one hour. So for all you smokers that go out so you don't want to smoke around your children, you're still breathing it on them. And just a little thing here that, um, the risk of death from when you have these, what we call flu, which is a detox, it, uh, death in children is massively increased in households, households where someone smokes. So you're putting your children at risk, grave risk by smoking. Um, mild to moderate aerobic exercise can reduce eye pressure. So find something gentle. Don't go running up hillsides, which I saw one fella do who just had heart bypasses and two of these depop shots and just about killed himself coming up this hill when I met him. I told him to go walk around a golf course, um, which he said he would much rather do. And wear sunglasses. I, I have a bit of an issue with this. It, the advice is to wear sunglasses to block UVA and UVB. But actually, um, Dr. Patrick Vickers, who you've had on your show, he, he was talking to me about this a long time ago, and it's not natural, you know, that we do that, that we wear sunglasses because we were created in his image and he gave us light. Yep. Can, so can you hang on? Men- hang, hang on for me just yeah, a second. Sure. Let's close out the show, and we're going to carry Kit over. If you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, jump on sonsoflibertymedia.com, right side of the page, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, Twitch setting brush fires. Jump on there, finish out the rest of this time. And Bradley be with you at three. We'll see you on Monday. Adios. All right. I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And Kate, I didn't mean to cut you off, but we were right up against the, the end of the show there. So go ahead and finish your thoughts there. Uh, no, just about wearing, um, wearing sunglasses, um, wearing sunglasses to block out the light all the time. And I remember when I worked for British Airways, the world's favorite airline, but not so much now because all the staff are being told they've got to be injected. <laughs> not my favorite airline. Um, none of them are. But uh, that wearing sunglasses, it's almost not natural. And um, it's the same as uh, I was talking to some people when I went over to Batumi in Georgia. And the more you wear uh, spectacles, 
the more you wear them, the almost lazy your eyes get. And they've got great, they were saying they've got great vision, long vision. Whereas if you notice when we look at our mobile phones all the time, when we look up and try and look a distance, we can't, we can't see. It takes a long time for our eyes to adjust because we are so used to um, using things close up. It's the same with our ears, incidentally. All of this wearing earphones, it destroys our hearing, our upper range and our lower range is completely destroyed because we have the pinner, which is a gathering device. We don't need to have these uh, ear pods shoved in our ears all the time. And that's what we see all the kids doing. They've always got these in their ears. So I, I, I have a bit of a question mark over wearing sunglasses all the time and wearing uh anything like that all the time because our bodies will adjust and it's just not natural but certainly with glaucoma um when you go what i have personally noticed is is the whole medical system is ran with an ologist we have a gastroenterologist we have a cardiologist we have an epidemiologist we have a dermatologist we have all these ologists which are all um, sorting out one area of the body. But actually what we need is a full bodyologist because when one thing goes wrong, eventually everything will go wrong. But we have all these experts for each part of the body and they fix their part of the body. But in allopathic, which is our modern medicine, which they like to tell us that is science-led and evidence-based, peer-reviewed science-led, let's all pat each other on the back because we're all fabulous. Um, But... Actually, um, the whole, they were the quacks. They were the quacks, not the naturopaths. And we've, uh, when we look at modern medicine, that whole integrative um, approach, and that we are indeed, we have to look at everybody as a whole, it disappears. Um, so, so what they tell us to do, what you're actually told to do. So I see a lot of people with glaucoma, old people, old people who have a little bit of discomfort and they go backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards to the hospital and they're having these injections or they have these operations and they have it drained and a channel drilled into their eyeball and what else they do. And a lot of them, it doesn't work. And they're having all these drops, but no one actually says to these old people, can we check your thyroid function? Because most people of that age have lowered thyroid function. I think it's 40% of women over 40 in the UK have lowered thyroid function. They don't tell them what foods to eat. It's just all about let's cut it out, poison it out, burn it out, stab something in, add some chemicals because that all generates money. Um, So I'm sorry if I sound really cynical, but (laughs) I see it so much all of the time that if you've got an ologist after your name, don't come and spout to me because I'm really not interested. If you're writing a prescription or getting somebody who's 80 and wanting to cut into their eyeball and everything else, and you've not even thought about looking at their thyroid function or telling this body how they can improve their all of their life, then you're not someone I want to come and see. And, and, and the more as, as our whole health system sort of contracts and almost commit suicide, because I think we're, what, seven years behind, we don't have the infrastructure, the yeah. money, or the staff. That's right. Because they're sacking all the staff because they won't have this injection because they clearly can't make up their own mind about having an experimental, unlicensed, untested, uninsured injection injected into them, even though on the wards they can see endless people in there with clots that have had the injection 
and everything else the whistleblower was telling me last week. Um, they can't make up their own minds not to have it now. So they're getting the sack. But they're all right to look after everybody the day before that date, that cutoff deadline, but the day I after. I yeah. know. It's well, it's look, I, I got something here I want to do. You're going to like this. <laughs> you're telling me I can't wear my sunglasses. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> but you can if you want. You're free to make a choice. But you're not free to make a choice because your immune system's so rubbish. You need one of these bozos with shiny shoes, a nice suit, cufflinks, children in private school, yep. a nice car, wife's on the PTA, and everywhere she goes, she bums about, what are your first question out of these women's heads? What do your children, what, what does your husband do? And where do your children go to school? Oh, trust me, I've lived that life. Um, so, but you've got to have this injection. But nobody's actually saying to anybody, as the very obese lady said yesterday, uh, nobody's actually saying to them, you'd go a long way by changing your diet a long mm. way yeah, yeah. Um, and actually you'd probably go the whole way what well, that would be get getting the, but, but that would be getting to the root of the problem kate that they don't want to yeah, do yeah, that and uh, i'm sorry I, I look these are not prescription i was told when i took my oldest daughter to um to the eye doctor to get her glasses at one time uh, you know i asked him i said it seems to me that me wearing glasses and I do have prescription. I haven't worn them in years, but it, it seems to me that it makes me dependent upon them more. And he goes, "You're absolutely right." He says, the, "He says when you're not having to wear them, if you can function without wearing them, even if things are a little blurry or stuff, he says you actually strengthen your eyes rather than make them weak and dependent upon the glasses. The glasses I wear are like." Uh, the ones that you talk about that Mark Steele wears, even though they look like sunglasses, they're here to block all this, you know, EMF coming off my monitors here. And uh, and so that's why I have them on. They're not prescription glasses. But we got a question here in the chat, Kate. Um, Diana asked, asked me to ask you if she if you might have a PDF or a written list of vitamin supplements suggested for glaucoma because she has a family history. Oh, what I'll do. Is that because I have loads and loads and loads of books, and um, and I um, go through all my books. But I I will screenshot the that that list because it's a fantastic list that I found in one of my books, and um, I'll send it to you and you can put it up because I am I am trying to get website stuff written and I'm I'm trying to sort of get myself back to doing my teaching videos. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like I'm that I posted it on my Telegram page today. You know, the one man band. He's got a cymbal going. He's got everything going, the mouth organ, the guitar. And he's doing it all on his own, stamping his feet and getting the drum to go. I feel like that at the moment. I feel like the one the one woman band. Uh, so I'll I will take that uh, screenshot because it's such it's such a good book. But if if family members that you know have got glaucoma. You you must get the thyroid function checked and assume, especially if they are um, of a more vintage age. I don't like the word old. I like, I like vintage. Vintage, vintage yeah, not mature. Better with age. Yeah, mature like happens, wine. should be happening early on, but vintage, I like that. That's nice. Yeah, vintage. I don't like care of the elderly. I like care of the vintage mob. It's much better. Um, so um, you need to check all those things because... By correcting 
the and taking the pressure off the thyroid and connect correcting that or supporting it then a lot of other things are going to work much better um you know all this intervention i i just don't like it the more i see the more i think <laughs> it's like watching the it's like watching them pulling legs off spiders and throwing them in cauldrons Ooh. it's all turning it's all turning into witchcraft and sorcery for yes. me um and uh but i will certainly put that but remember that the best way to get your nutrients into your body is through clean nutrient dense foods which is your organic foods which should be a reason for you to get some containers on your garden and grow some things um because your your commercially grown vegetables, I know that people say I can't afford to buy organic, but your commercially grown vegetables are only grown in potassium, nitrogen, and um, the phosphorus, potassium, nitrogen. So they're already deficient growing. And you know, one of my my youngest daughter, who's at university in London, um, she this is her first time, you know, sort of away and living in the halls, and she's. She's going to Planet Organic, cycling there and getting her food. And she says, it costs me more, but I know it's worth it. And she's eating organic food. I've sent her loads as well, non-perishables. But she gets it. And she had a few, you know, she was constipated, a few issues, but she shouldn't have. She says, everything's great now. She'd kill me if she knew I was saying this. <laughs> just to balance that one. So you don't think I've got the perfect one. Just to balance that, folks, I'm going to give you a little sneaky. My 21-year-old daughter in April sent me a text. She's in her third year of, of Cambridge University, um, doing modern medieval languages, living out in Portugal. She sent me a text asking me how to clean a toilet, what she needs to use to clean it, and what how often. in the world? Did you not teach your girls how to clean the toilet? My, look, my kids no, know how I've to clean the toilet. Them. Do what? Yeah, they've never done anything. They've never. I, I am. Uh, it was my job to do everything. As my ex-husband said, his job was to go to work. My job was everything else. Um, so she, 21, she looks gorgeous. She's very bright, but didn't know how to clean a toilet. And the only response I could come up with initially was the emoji with the face like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, let, look, uh, we've got another question in here. Uh, Christine asks, do thyroid medications really work? And I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer. They don't. They cover up a symptom, if anything, but then they lead to other problems. I think that's what you were saying before. Anytime you're taking a pharmaceutical, it's it's basically covering up a symptom. And then it because you're putting a chemical into your body, these whole chemical imbalances that we're talking about is happening because of the chemical you're putting in your body, which then affects something else. Am I right? Or do you have another answer for it? Yeah. The, the thing about the thyroid. So if this is a woman and, and you ask, uh, if you're a woman and you're asking yourself, first of all, your pituitary releases, it recognizes when your thyroid hormone is low in your blood through a negative feedback mechanism. And it releases the releasing factor to the anterior parathyroid, then the thyroid to release your T4, now your body converts your T4 to the active T3. In order to do that, you've got to have a good gallbladder, a good liver, and also your ovaries can also produce that. It's really interesting. But So the thyroid converts cholesterol to pregnanolone, progesterone, and bile acid. Your pregnanolone and progesterone are your youth-giving hormones that keep everything supple. Your progesterone will also dampen down the fire of the estrogen. Well, what hijacks the binding agent that your thyroid needs to do that conversion? So what hijacks the car that your thyroid needs to get into? 
is estrogen. So if you have a high estrogen level, which you're going to have if you're premenopausal, because remember your egg is released from the follicle, that follicle stays up to secrete progesterone in case you get pregnant. If you're not pregnant, it starts to wither and the cycle starts again. But if you're no longer, if you're no longer ovulating, you're not going to have that progesterone. You're premenopausal. The other thing is, if you are eating a diet full of uh, natural estrogen, like you're having loads of dairy, you're having loads of butter, loads of cheese, loads of milk, or you're having loads of synthetic estrogens, that is your pesticides, your herbicides. Also, all of your cosmetics, your cleaning things, your body care products, anything with an aroma, anything with an aroma is a synthetic estrogen. That's going to make your estrogen high, push down your thyroid function. Remember, your thyroid works as a seesaw with your adrenals. So if your thyroid's down, your adrenals are up. And they're going to be secreting all of that adrenaline and cortisol, which is going to make everything hard. So what you, so what you find is chlorine, fluoride, chloride, bromine, bromine is your thyroid that rests in your water. It's going to push out the iodine from your thyroid. That's going to drop the function. So if you've not got enough iodine in your thyroid gland, it's going to lead to inflammation, nodules, cysts possibly cancer, lack of iodine in the breast, inflammation, tenderness, cysts, nodules, cancer, same in the stomach, same in the ovaries, it's the same. So what you would first want to do is have some iodine. And I can do a show on that. I love, that's my, one of my favorite topics. Also, there's a really good book called The Iodine, <laughs> the iodine Crisis by Lynn Farrow. The Iodine Crisis by Lynn Farrow. It's fantastic. Please get it. It's not expensive. You will learn so much. You've also got uh, Bronstein, who has done loads of books on that. Isabella, I think it's Weiss, who lived in Russia, and her thyroid, she healed it. Now, you've also got autoimmune thyroiditis, which is where your thyroid is inflamed and your your own immunity is attacking your thyroid. That's a different thing. So what you want to do is if you have an, a low functioning thyroid and your doctor immediately puts you on thyroid medication and the reason is you don't have enough iodine, that's going to block you taking up the iodine that you need. So you would want to take the iodine first, a very small amount, 2% Lugols, um, one drop initially for a few weeks, then increase it to two drops. Your, your thyroid will suck it up. That might be all it needs. And then stop putting in all the things that are going to displace it. Um, and remember, all the psychiatric meds have fluoride in. Always discuss this with your doctor. Then you could take your, your meds. Um, but often when you start cleaning up everything, you don't need these. Now, if you have autoimmune thyroiditis, uh, a lot of uh, vaccinations, they have Epstein-Barr virus in them. 90% of the population have Epstein-Barr. And that virus will go to the B cells in the thyroid, in the myelin sheath. Be done um, of of uh, multiple sclerosis patients at autopsy of the sclerosed tissue in the brain showed a hundred percent positive for Epstein Barr virus. Um, so you want to be checking. Do do you have Epstein Barr? I, I believe it was uh, Doctor Berg was talking about taking thyrotrophin if you have a high level of. Um, Yeah, I I actually want to bring I want to bring Dr. Berg on just to say thank you for what he taught me about my gallbladder and stuff and how to sort that with the gallstones. 
That that was just uh, that was some of the Amazing. most help. Yeah, it was some of the most helpful uh, information I had, and it didn't require supplements. It didn't require a major change in diet or anything like that. It was just put these things in here, and if you're eating, you know, if you're eating beef. Get a good fatty piece of beef. You know, it's anyway, that was on there. Um, we got two more, two questions. One, um, <clears throat> let's see. How do you know if you need iodine, please? Sandy, I put the book that she mentioned, the link there. So, Sandy, if you want to get that, and then Kate, we'll get Kate to do a show. We're going to set up another show with uh, D to come on with Kate. Uh, the two, where they're going to be two nerdy girls. They're going to have their, their, their glasses on and stuff. Everybody like that. Uh, have them come on and talk about CBD again. We talked about cannabis oil. But now we're going to talk about CBD. We're going to get them to schedule that. And then there was another question um, – of and incidentally, these if everyone keeps saying to me, Why is my skin so nice? Uh, I can I can absolutely tell you I use D Manny Mitchell's my way CBD oil serum every single night on my face. I embalm my face in it. I use her um day cream around my eyes, I pat it on, I use her hand cream on my hands. And I use the other drops under my tongue and ingestion one. I can absolutely vouch that that skincare is incredible. And she's also got a voucher off. So we, I will ask her to come on next week because um, I've been trialing all her stuff. And I can't do without the serum. It's like no other. And I'm 56 uh, next month. Uh, and the... the, the um, the serum for, for my age is so light and it and it's absorbs in. And definitely I've noticed a huge difference in the morning. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a link up in uh, in the archive along with links that you can help Kate by purchasing products from her. If you need supplements, if you need things like that, the links are in there. And we'll have a link up for D, because I was just telling her I need an affiliate thing to do. So she'll give you um what will she give? She'll give you like five or ten percent off. I forget what it was. Yeah, so it's quite if you a get lot. It. She's got some really good deals. Yeah, you'll get it if you use the promo code Brown B R O W N. But I'll have a link in there. You can do it. I just want to show people this real quickly uh, before I get this last question in. You know, you guys know we're having chickens, right? Look at the size yeah. of these eggs here. I mean, I tell you, I bet that I bet that chicken was <laughs> squeezed. Eyes tight when it was squeezing. I was going to say, uh, Bradley, I showed it to Bradley and Bradley goes, do they have big butts? And I'm like, I just fell out laughing. But we've had several of these. They have, they're, these are the big ones. The other ones are about half the size. They're usually double yolks inside them. But we've had several of these come in. So I thought I'd just share that with you guys uh, because I told you I was building the chicken. I still haven't seen you, seen you guys a picture of that because I haven't took one. I'm still doing some really ratty work of securing all the top and everything. It just takes forever with everything I got going on. Last question. And then we got to close out. Any I'm getting a cockerel called Tim Brown. <laughs> I'm new, I'm new soon. We're going to have it. I'm going to have the sons of Liberty on that chicken house. And the cockerels <laughs> be called Tim Brown. Yeah, Tim my- Brown and his ladies. Yeah. Well, that, I thought it was very cute that you wanted to call yours the uh, Cluckingham Palace. And, uh, yeah, but I don't want that bunch of criminals now. Well, D- Denise <laughs> Denise wanted to put uh, – she's got a little thing. She's already made it. She hadn't put it on there yet, but it says Chick-fil-A or something like that. And there was another lady who had one called the Chick-In, the Chicken, and the Chick-In. <laughs> so uh, that's what they called it. But we got one more question. I want to throw it at you, and then let's close out the show. 
Any supplement, now this is kind of off topic, any supplements for insulin resistance? This comes from Jennifer. Well, insulin resistance, again, you you really don't want to be thinking supplements. If you've got insulin resistance, um, you really don't want to be, uh, again, insulin resistance. It's all connected. First of all, look at your liver, look at your thyroid, look at all your synthetic estrogens because it's all linked and then you get that belly fat. But you want to be thinking, um, what are you eating? Are you eating like three meals a day and snacking in between because you shouldn't be? You want to be trying to do intermittent fasting unless you've got cancer. If you have cancer, fasting is like taking unpaid leave from your job when you've already got no money in the bank. So this is not for cancer patients. This is for people with just insulin resistance. You want to be doing intermittent fasting. And probably one of the best ways to do that is to fast all day, maybe just have some herbal tea and just have your dinner, have a period in the evening that you eat, um, you know, early evening. And don't snack, or you could have a breakfast and then fast all day and have your meal. So, and think about the amount of carbs that you're having and the type of carbs. So, should you be eating bread, pasta, white rice? Absolutely not. Look at your vegetables, the ones that are a lower glycemic load. So, think about eating a lot more of your green leafy vegetables, not too many of your potatoes, limit those. And you'll notice that by doing that, cut out all sugary snacks and drinks. You'll notice by doing that, that your insulin resistance will literally start to disappear. You'll start to lose that belly fat. Think about your liver because all of this, um, you know, high cholesterol, your varicose veins, your hemorrhoids, they're all connected to having a backlogged liver. And you start to get that fat belly. If you've got that fat belly on you, it means that you've got fat, a fatty liver because your liver can no longer process that fat. So you've now got a fatty liver. It's starting to go out into extracellular. You're starting to get that visceral fat, fat between your organs. And then you start to get that gut. And um, so when you start to do that intermittent fasting, not only will you, you stop your insulin resistance, you're going to start losing belly fat and you're going to start feeling a lot more fabulous. But remember we're not just one system. That's right. Don't, don't be thinking like, like the ologists. We're all, all you know, feathers on the one bird. So you've got to think about all of it. Think about the thyroid. Think about what you're drinking, what you're eating, what you're breathing in, and what you're putting in your mind. If you're watching the TV and you're getting anxious all the time, then your adrenals are going to be up, which is going to push your thyroid down. And you're going to start to see that insulin resistance for that as well. Okay, Kate, uh, we appreciate it. And with that said, guys, have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day. Meet with the people of God. I'm going to do this then. Yeah, I'm meet with, do this with mine. I like meet, to do that. Meet, meet, I'm meet, watching meet, you. Meet with the people of God. Hear the word of God. Obey the word of God. And uh, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. And we'll be back with you, Lord willing, at 6 a.m. on Monday. Adios.